You're listening to the Moms Working Overtime podcast, the community of women you've been searching to find for so long. We bring together our mamas in waiting, brand new moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, and the moms who maybe just have a little bit more experience than the rest of us. We're all here for community, support, and finding ways to show up better for our families each and every day. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I hope you love what you find on today's episode. Welcome back to the Moms Working Overtime podcast. As usual, I'm so grateful that you all take the time to listen to these podcast episodes. I pour so much into the podcast. I'm so passionate about it and just receiving messages and knowing that they're actually helping other moms is so validating, is so self-fulfilling. And I've really just been diving in headfirst into all things motherhood and constantly asking myself, what do moms need so that they can feel more confident in the fact that they're doing an incredible job so that they can feel more supported so that they can feel reassured that it's all going to be okay and that the hard moments pass. And so the podcast is a huge way that I do it. And the conversations I have with you help me so much just to grow as someone that's creating content, as someone that's coaching women and just building the MWO community. So I hope you all know how much I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And With that being said, I also get so many ideas for the podcast from the mamas I work with one-on-one because they obviously tell me what they're struggling with. And whenever I work with a mom one-on-one, not only do I help her achieve personal goals, so she may come to me with a goal that she wants to improve her body image, she wants to improve her confidence, her energy levels, the way that she's showing up as a mom, the way that she's taking care of and managing her home and her calendar. I help with so many different things, but I'm always asking moms, what is stressing you out right now? What is holding you back from feeling feeling like your best self? What else can I be doing for you? And it gives me so many good ideas for pep talks because usually what a mom is stressed out about, is worried about, is feeling like she's failing, those are the things that they're actually doing amazing at. We just need a little bit of a hype woman moment to remind her of her strength, help her come into her own, and shift her perspective a little bit. So this pep talk, like so many others, comes from my mamas that I'm able to build a really close relationship with and help through some things. Tonight, I want to talk about self-care. So what I've realized with working with so many moms one-on-one is there's a couple different problems that moms create for themselves when it comes to this conversation of self-care. The first one is that they have such unrealistic expectations about what self-care should be, or their definition of self-care just completely misses the mark. That's the first thing I see quite often. The second thing I see is that their perspective of self-care sometimes sets them up for failure before they even begin. And in my opinion, I talk about this so much, y'all, but TV and social media are just once again huge culprits when it comes to this disastrous definition of self-care that we've created in our own minds because we've been conditioned through the TV shows we watch, the movies we watch, what we see on social media from these Instagram influencers. We're conditioned to believe that self-care is this big, glamorous, 
girl's day or an appointment on her calendar for a massage or a pedicure. It's a trip to the spa, a vacation away, a long weekend away. It's this big hefty credit card swipe. And for any of those things, you have to get a babysitter. So there's the whole layer of finding a sitter and getting away from your children that way. And if I'm being honest, when a mom thinks that, when you're going off of that standard and expectation that's been set by TV and social media, you are set up for failure before you even start. Because then in your mind, you aren't taking care of yourself until you do one of those things. So how in the world, as moms, are we going to feel self-fulfilled if that is the expectation that we have? That's what we expect to achieve on a daily, much less weekly basis. That is overwhelming from a time standpoint, from a responsibility standpoint, from a financial standpoint. It's incredibly overwhelming to even think about prioritizing ourselves that way. And yes, self-care should be daily. You should be practicing self-care daily, mama. But once you really understand what self-care means, I really think that that's going to stress you out less because the fact that I just said that, you're like, Elena, I do not have time. I am from the moment I step my feet on the ground in the morning, I am going 90 miles per hour until my kids are in bed. I do, you know, a little bit of stuff to set up for the next day and then I crash as well. I get it. But self-care includes, like when you think about what self-care means, I'm going to stress you out less when I say this. Self-care includes anything that you do that makes you a priority to take care of your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health. Self-care is not just spa days. Now, do spa days make you feel recharged and rejuvenated? Sure, probably. For most of us, at least, that's, that's great. We would love that, okay? Can I just have a spa day every Thursday? Sure, love that. But spa days are not the only path to feeling more fulfilled, less stressed, and better equipped to attack each day. So whenever I work with someone one-on-one, I like to remind them that self-care doesn't look the same for everyone. For example, for some people like me, curling up with a book is super relaxing. I wish if it were up to me, I would read a book a day. I just absolutely love it. But for someone like my sister, that's her worst nightmare. If someone told her she had to sit down and read a book, she'd probably feel more stressed and walk away in such a bad mood. It would not be a good form of self-care. Reading books just isn't her thing. That's not her relaxing thing. It doesn't fill her cup like it fills mine. Everyone has those little things about themselves. So I usually ask my clients to fill in the blank for this just general statement. I feel most fulfilled and most prepared for the days or the week ahead when I blank. When you can fill in the blank for that thing, that's the thing that you should be doing to take care of yourself to make sure that you are going to feel okay going into the next day, that you can lower your stress, that you can be most prepared to tackle all that's coming your way. That is self-care. Self-care includes all of those things that build our confidence, the things that decrease our stress, that just bring a smile to our face. They help us show up better. They improve our sleep. They give us better energy. They facilitate our self-growth, our personal growth. I know I've talked about that before. Our body craves growth and improvement. Self-care does those things. Self-care, sure, it can be a bubble bath. Okay. That's simple, 
that might make you feel like your cup is filled, you're relaxed, ready to have a good night of sleep and go in and tackle the next day. But self-care can also be, and this is what people don't think about, self-care can be a 15-minute workout, 45-minute workout, hour workout, whatever that might be for you. Self-care can be exercise. It can be a walk. Self-care is drinking enough water. Self-care is cooking a meal at home, maybe with your husband. Maybe the kids are running rampant, but cooking a nutrient-dense meal that makes you feel good from an energy standpoint and just an overall outlook standpoint on how you're taking care of your body. Self-care can be reading that personal development book, reading a fictional book, getting outside, taking your vitamins, taking a hot shower. Maybe it's doing online therapy. Or just inviting a friend over to have lunch. Nothing fancy. Maybe your kids are all going crazy, but it's inviting that friend over and getting to chat with her for 30 minutes while you scarf down a lunch. If you're overcomplicating self-care or those expectations are incredibly unrealistic, I guarantee you that striving for self-care or trying to perform self-care currently right now is leaving you incredibly unfulfilled, discouraged, probably more burnt out than when you started. I highly encourage any mama that's listening to this today, find a way to do at least 10 minutes of self-care daily. Use those ideas that I gave you, those simple things that just take care of you to your core, your physical, mental, and spiritual health. Any time that I work with a mama that's struggling with this, I literally make her set a timer to perform at least 10 minutes of self-care and I make her check it off of a daily habit list. Because if you won't take care of yourself, mama, I will hold you accountable until it starts to feel like a part of your day without prompting needed. I'll look out for you until you're ready to look out for you. But these simple things that you don't view as self-care because your definition is so skewed, these simple things that are self-care are what are actually going to make you feel better. I really recommend that you tackle this challenge as well. 10 minutes of self-care daily. Because taking care of yourself allows you to show up better on every single person that depends on you. And as moms, we have a lot of people that depend on us. It could be the kids. It could be our spouse, significant other, our work, our family, our friends, anyone. We have so many people that we take responsibility for as moms. And that's what makes us incredible. That's the special, unique part of our role that we should be so proud of. But it can start to feel like a burden if we don't also take care of ourselves. You can't show up and take care of those other people, for sure not to the best of your ability, if you do not take care of you. So keep it simple, but keep it consistent. Okay? You can totally do this. Don't overcomplicate the process. Look for those simple opportunities in your day that you can start to prioritize yourself and get an accountability partner if you need one. It sounds so silly to have to check in with an accountability partner to say, hey, I spent 10 minutes just making nutrient-dense meals for myself or getting outside for a walk, letting the sunshine hit my face, or reading a book, an area that I'm trying to grow as a person. Maybe it's reading a chapter in your Bible. It sounds silly to say, hey, I need accountability for that. But as mamas, if we do not take care of ourselves, we cannot take care of everyone else. 
you can do this. I promise it's one of the best things you'll ever do for yourself. I am more proud of a mama who learns to put herself first, prioritize herself a little bit and take care of herself than I am proud of a mama who runs herself into the ground to take care of everyone else. This is your reminder. Every single time you come listen to my podcast, you're doing an amazing job. So amazing. I know some days are really hard. I know some seasons are really hard, but you're doing an absolutely incredible job. And guess what, mama? We'll talk soon. If you loved this episode of Moms Working Overtime, do me a favor, share it on social media or send it to another mom to remind her that you love her and that she's doing such an amazing job. There's nothing more incredible that we can do in this community than remind other mamas of their strength. I'm so glad you were here today and just know that I appreciate you an overtime amount.